Welcome to the Morning After Podcast. Myself, Jenny Matthews, producer Tater, we're all here. And uh, I don't know what we were originally going to discuss today. We really didn't have a plan set in stone. But as we're recording this, uh, today's date, February 3rd, uh, news has broken that country artist Morgan Wallen uh, used a racial slur. Now, we saw the video. We saw it from TMZ. And uh, yeah, it was there. And there's... There's a lot to digest. There's a lot to discuss. I think even a bit of varying, differing opinions between the three of us on it. And that's a good thing, and that's okay. And we're just going to have an open and honest conversation about it. Well, so I think we should set up what happened. So it looks from the video and from what we know that Morgan was out with some friends and they were drinking and having a good time. This is the end of the night. So you got to think that he's pretty hammered by this point. Yes. So he's out in his driveway and I guess like it's just there were a lot of people that they had all been partying. So they're honking horns and they're making a lot of noise. And I'm just wondering if this is not the first time that that has happened right. for the neighbor to then get out the camera and start rolling some footage of everything that was going on and some of what was caught on the tape is Morgan using the n-word and I think you really have to look at it and listen to it to get a feel for how he was saying it I I personally don't think there's ever a a good time to use that word Um, but I know that some people use it in a very slang way almost like somebody would say bro does that make sense? Yes. Um, I don't think this. I don't think this is how he was saying it. I mean, in my mind, that's not really the way it came across. Right. Um, okay. Tater, what do, you, what do you got on this? I see you. Well, I kind of wanted to rewind back to let's let's look at his past in recent memory. Just May of twenty third, May twenty third of last year, he was arrested in a bar. They were all taking shots, and he slammed a shot down, and one broke, and he got arrested for basically public intoxication. Mm-hmm. It was at Kid Rock's bar in Nashville. Uh, the next day. Kid Rock actually texted him and said, hey, you know, come and hang out with me. And he apologized to him. And it was kind of a ha-ha, you know, he's just young, being dumb, out drunk. Um, Then we all know about what happened on Saturday Night Live. He was out uh, without a mask on, uh, apparently making out with random girls. That wasn't a good look because of what we're going on in our country now with COVID-19. And then they canceled that. Then he he came back, put out an apology on Instagram, was vocal about it, said he's going to change and do better. And so now we're dealing with this. So it, it, it looks like a snowball effect, and it's going downhill pretty quick because he's young, out at a bar, shot glass broke, got arrested, no, nobody got hurt, and then all of a sudden he's doing some bigger, bigger things. Like, it needs to stop now, hopefully, I, and The it will. common denominator here, did you like that I used the word denominator, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, is the drinking. I mean, I think, and look, he's young, he's having fun, he's drinking. I mean, who of us hasn't been down that path. But because of that, he is making some very, very poor choices. So it's almost like his people, I feel like, should try to nip that. He probably should take a little break from the drinking. It's it's to the point now we're getting some help I think is is probably going to be necessary, even if he doesn't think he needs it. I think from a uh, a PR perspective, at this point in time, he's probably going to need to spend some time in AA. Let's go back. Let's before we we have to be careful not to just dive too deep into the details. So the, the main story is Morgan Wallen was caught on video uh, saying the racial slur, saying the N word, which is is just something that you cannot say. We'll get into. Who can and can't say the N word? We'll, we'll get into all that. Um, but I, you know, the 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 first thing that came into your mind. Let's go around the room with this. The the first feeling, the first reaction that you had when you heard about it, and then the first reaction and feeling you had 
when you saw the video. And I'll start. And I'll be honest with you, I'm pissed off at Morgan Wallen right now. I know some people aren't, some people are. Because whether he likes it or not, Morgan is the biggest country star, arguably, in the world. Or at least yesterday was. Um, He represents all of us. So, the world right now is so hell-bent on eliminating stereotypes, which is a wonderful thing. But if we're all being honest with ourselves, we're in the the country music community, and you can't tell me there's not stereotypes about country music stars and people from the South and things like that. Look, people, there are people who think just because we're in country, we're racist, which is baloney. But that's the way some people think. Morgan, arguably right now, the biggest representer of country music and the country music community, drops an N-bomb in a street mm-hmm. on a Saturday. I realize it was in front of his house, but he was outside on the street, drops a giant N-bomb. The whole world has now heard it. And now whether he likes it or not, In my opinion, he has potentially set country music back 20, 30 years. And now anybody, us three are associated with country music. There are going to be people in this world who assume that because we're in country music, we're racist. And that's that's baloney. I would say very similar thoughts to what you what you just said. But, you know, coming over from the pop side into the country world again, I have been here before. But, you know, but back on the country side of things, the one thing that I'm constantly telling anybody who listens to pop music or anybody, you know, who maybe listened to me at my old station. Listen, they're like, I don't like country music. Wait, give it a try. You have no idea. Country is so different than it used to be. I'm always defending it. Right. Right. So I think but I think it's gotten um, it's gotten a very cool look because look at some of the crossover artists like Maren Morris and Kelsey Ballerini and you know that names that the pop world knows. So there is that that crossover. Morgan Wallen was interesting to me when I first found out about him because he's got the mullet. I personally don't find him very attractive. <laughs> I don't. He's not my thing. Jeez. But I, no, but women do. Yeah, women do. go bananas for this guy. And I'm not talking about just country women. I'm talking about the chicks that listen to the pop music. They're into this dude. Mm-hmm. I was really excited because I thought, here's a guy that definitely is country, you know, but is Jeez. able to cross that, just really like try to merge those worlds. So I was just kind of excited about it because I thought, this is cool. He's different. And then for him to say something like that, I thought, just what you said, you just set back the genre. And it just sucks for so many young people who are into him. He's so hot right now. And then just to, here we go again. Do you know what I mean? It's just so disappointing. I'm disappointed. Uh, Tater, first reaction when you heard the story, first reaction when you saw the video. So I was laying in bed and it came across social media and I saw that TMZ had it and I said, well, if TMZ's got something, I didn't even read what the the whole like title was. I said, once TMZ has it, something is going on and it's not good. Uh, the first thing I did was watch a video and I just kind of sat there and I said, how in the world could you make this be such a big deal? You're the biggest streaming success country music or music has ever had in general. Like his double album, 30 songs, 27 of those, 27 of those 30 songs was literally half the chart on the top 100 for hot country songs. So this, wow, this dude I... had over half the chart to himself. And for See? him to be on top of the world and for three weeks in a row smashing records for this video to come out, I was not mad. 
I'm disappointed. Disappointed. And oh, here, Tater went dad on yeah, you know, uh, da- t- you know, Papa Tater here. So I'm reading his his statement. Now I'm not sure where this statement came from. We haven't heard anything from him besides mm-hmm. this printed text here. I'm embarrassed and sorry. I used an unacceptable and inappropriate racial slur that I wish I could take back. There are no excuses to use this type of language ever. I want to sincerely apologize for using the word. I promise to do better. That's his entire apology that we have of right now. Okay. Um, here, my, my, my next big thought about this whole thing is the apology. I guarantee you. I'm, I, you know what I can't guarantee you? I don't know. I'm going to acknowledge my ignorance in the situation, but if I were to place a wager on it, I don't think those words are from him. I think that's from his PR team, and I'm not, and I don't want to hear it from his PR team. The biggest step that Morgan has to make, this is my opinion, my opinion alone. You may agree, you may disagree. The biggest step that needs to happen here is Morgan needs to apologize. He doesn't need to apologize because he's sorry he got caught. He needs to apologize, and he needs to mean it. He needs to realize, and look, none of us, we're three white people, we, we, we can't relate to the pain that that word causes, and I'm not gonna pretend that we're able to, but like that word really hurts a lot of people, and I, I want him to be sorry, but I want him to mean it. I want I want him to apologize, yeah. and I want him to mean it. I get that his people, either either they put it out or they told him, "Hey, you got to say something. Like you got to say something. You got to put that out immediately." I get that, and so that's what that was. Does he mean it in, deeply in his heart and soul today? I don't. I don't think so. I personally think it was I got busted and I need to say something. You know, I'm hoping that he can do a little soul searching and, um, you know, and and come back and realize like truly. Oh, that's a word. I'm going to tell you, look, there are people in my family, I won't name names, but who, they are racist. They, I believe it's the way they grew up. I believe it's the things they saw and that they learned and that, you know, along the way, um, I've always thought it was terrible. I hated when I heard that word, but I've heard that word in, in sure. you know, from different family members growing up, especially. Um, and I just, I always hated it. I always felt uncomfortable. I always felt sick in my stomach about it. I just, I don't, I don't like it. I don't know why anybody uses it. Look, I wish that it would get taken out of black culture as well. I, I do wish that. Yeah. And I understand, I don't understand. I, I would say I understand. I don't understand why it's okay for a black person to say it to another black person, but God forbid a white person should use it. And that is upsetting, not upsetting to me because I hate the word. I wish it would go away altogether. But I think when you've got rap songs using that word left and right and you've got, you know, people in the black culture and community using that word constantly. And it's that that thought of we can say it to each other, but a white person cannot say it. Here's my problem. You've got teenagers, especially white teens in the suburbs listening to that music. It's the most popular music in the world. It is. And they sing along to it and they love it. And they use the word amongst you know one another because they hear other people doing it. Yep. And you can say whatever you want. I stand by that argument. So if you really want that word to go away, it needs to go away. There are going to be African-American people listening that are going to say, no, you know, they're going to see the other argument. They're just going to say, no, we can use it amongst ourselves, but it's not okay for anyone else. That That is an argument, and that's what gets said all the time. Me personally, I just think the word needs to be abolished, needs yeah. to go away. Yeah, we, we, and I, I agree with you. I, I, I would say if anybody disagrees with that, no problem. That, that's the sure. beauty of this this conversation. You know, if you're watching on YouTube right now, you you disagree, you want to leave a comment, would love to. I mean, if you leave a little sassy comment that's, 
obnoxious, you know, and, and you're not really trying to have a conversation, you, you go away. But <laughs> but ha- happy to converse on this, you know, happy to have a conversation because it's it's one that's we've been saying for the last two years especially recently needs to happen so now jenny i know you've said before that you want to separate the person um but from their music and what have happened in their life and i know that's one thing that may come in the future Mm -hmm. uh but you know there's been a lot of things that have happened to artists in their careers maybe the height or you know it caused their career to crumble you know, let's say Sam Hunt, for example, not too long ago had a DUI. You know, he was driving in the wrong direction on the road, and he eventually, you know, was apprehended and taken to jail. Luckily, nobody was hurt, but that blew over in a month or two. I think this is something that is not going to blow over in a month or two. Now, we back off his music maybe for a month or two. Who knows? But I, I think that— I'm going to real talk with you. Yeah. I'm not going to back off listening to his music. I like his music. I listen to Michael Jackson songs. I don't know what the hell happened to Michael Jackson in his life, but there's a lot of scandals surrounding that guy. But I love his music. Um, Just more recently, I listen to everything. Marilyn Manson. I I, I like rock. I mean, I do. The beautiful people. Yeah, I mean, he's, you know, been accused of beating women. There There are some, you know, scandals that have hit the music world. I, again, I'm not saying this makes me a good person or bad person or right or wrong, but I listen to something, I try not to think about, you know, the quality of the person behind it. It's just for me, it's the beats, it's the music, it's it's whatever. I, I, I'm i not going to stop liking Morgan Wallen's music because this happened. I can't, that would be stupid. Right. I feel like I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be true to myself. Yeah, you're, and it's okay. It's okay that someone's opinion of Morgan Wallen's music doesn't change. Right. Even if your opinion of Morgan Wallen has changed. Example, if he were to come here today and want to get pictures with all of us and, you know, get get a chance to meet him in person, I got to tell you right now, I'm not that impressed. No. Not really wanting to no. do that. I'm not. That's that's real talk. But again, to be in my car and hear, look, I love his music. You know, right. to hear one of his songs in my car, I mean, I'm going <sighs> to... Hey, Silverado for sale is a banger. I told you, it took me a while to come around and why I didn't quite understand the hype, but I heard Silverado for sale and I'm like, oh... Oh, I get it. Man, I still like that song. But now I almost feel like I shouldn't stream that song anymore. I am kind of torn on whether I'm going to listen to him. Well, as it depends much on as... how you're listening. I've already purchased the album, so it's like I've got it. Like, but mean... like every time I stream a song, that technically puts money well, in yeah. his pocket. And so now, and this is, again, this is just, this is coming from my heart. Like, agree or disagree. Right. I, I'm not, I don't, I don't know if I want to stream his song now and put a little more money in his I, pocket. I get you. I, and then I don't, and then I'm like, well, am I just a giant... Am I being a big pansy about it? Like, I don't, I don't know. So we were talking about this on the air, um, but obviously we haven't in the podcast. You know, a similar thing, similar, happened um, years ago with the Dixie Chicks. I was on country radio at the time, and I remember, you know, Natalie Maines made a statement, and it was anti-American, and they were dropped from the playlist immediately. Darn. Our station got bomb threats and death threats, and if you ever play them again, blah, blah, blah. You know, there were CD burnings at the time. I mean, it was a thing. And if you look at them, their career, it was career suicide. They have never fully been able to bounce back. They've got their little, you know, core group that'll follow them, but right. they're not on the radio anymore. And they were hot. We played Dixie Chicks probably once an hour. Did you know? So it's I compare the situations a little bit in that way, but I am real curious to see what'll happen with Morgan because um, number one, some people are saying a man woman thing. I am a little curious just to see how that would play. Um, if you want to talk about a, gender, a fair question to ask. Fair question there. Um, also, what they said was political. What he said wasn't political, but it was a race issue. And look at our country right now. We are about politics and race. Politics and race are very intertwined. Uh, I'm glad you brought up Dixie Chicks because I was checking Twitter as as Morgan Wallen is one of the trending names, obviously. Of course. Uh, Somebody said they should replace all of Morgan Wallen Wallen songs on all the country radio stations with Dixie Chicks. And I'm like, you should not take one wrong 
and replace it with another no. wrong. Now, they have, again, freedom of speech. We've all said that before. You have your opinion. You can say whatever you want. They said something they shouldn't have. Hank Jr. compared yeah. a, a yes. dictator that nobody ever would like to mention his name ever again to a president, and he was ba- the backlash on that. And, you know, what? he was taking off Monday Night Football. But eventually he came back and they put him on with like Florida George Line and a couple other artists. So he was able to come back and Hank Jr. is still beloved by a lot of people. And and I just think that this will eventually time heals all wounds. Now, sometimes other people, let's say football stars, are able to be forgotten a lot quicker because they'll help your team win. This guy is not going to be able to do anything different right now, but besides come out with an apology and truly stand by it. The Morgan situation is a little different because he made a racial slur in a, in a in a casual conversation. But one thing I think a real slippery slope, a fine line that celebrities are walking right now in general is speaking up about their political opinions, um, you know, and just some real touchy subjects. You know, Taylor Swift is an example of someone that I always enjoyed because I don't know, again, right or wrong, she stayed out of it. Like, she just, I, she was just about her music and entertaining her fans. And personally, as a fan, I enjoyed that about her. I enjoyed mm-hmm. that it was just about the music, you know? Well, then I think she, there was a documentary on her. I don't know if you watched it. I think it was on Netflix. Mm-hmm. But it, you know, she showed her behind the scenes and a little bit about how she started to, to dabble and talk about her political opinions. And, you know, she was, it was, there's something about a Nashville political figure um, that she really. Oh, she thought, he, yeah, she's like, oh my God, he's like Donald Trump Jr. and I hate him. Right. Yeah, I mean, she went off about whatever. Anyway, so, and it, look, whether I agree or disagree with her political opinions, it, it was, I just hated it because I'm like, man, why'd you have to go there at all? I don't want, I, entertainers are entertainers, like be an entertainer. I don't care about your stupid political opinions right. even if I agree with and, you and, and once again and, and they have the right to share those opinions yes. and, and then we have the right to say okay well I'm not going to listen to you anymore because that's not why I want to hear you but it's a fine line they're walking right. so there are several country artists who are bashing Morgan on Twitter and it's just it's a slippery slope because you know what we are all fallible human beings no one is perfect be, be, be careful and, and that's a fair point to make um you you brought up Taylor. Taylor's rubbed me the wrong way because uh, God, her music is so good. I know. Oh, her music and is her so good. And her concerts are ridiculous. Her concert at Arrowhead Stadium in Kansas City was one of the like I think that one and the Garth Brooks concert I went to was are I think they're tied, literally tied for the best concert of all time. I, I cried at that concert. I, had, <laughs> I did. I had such an experience. I got overwhelmed and yeah. I cried. <laughs> what drives me crazy about what Taylor's the one thing that she said that I I really do disagree with is she said how you know back in her younger days you know her her bosses her record executives silenced her and 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 I, she wasn't allowed to say her political opinion and, and I'm, I'm not saying she's lying because I, I think she's absolutely telling the truth but then I kind of look at her and I kind of tilt my head and I say yeah. And look what happened. You are the biggest star in the world. Yes. And now I would venture to say, Taylor is still one of the biggest stars in the world, but I don't think she's the biggest and the most popular and the most loved because she alienated people because she shared her political opinion, which she has the right to do. She has the freedom of speech to do that, but freedom of speech is 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 not freedom from consequence. Right, absolutely. And I just I guess my whole point in bringing that up at all is just I don't know why I'm going to quote you for like the fourth time today, but I don't know why these celebrities can't stay out of their own way. You know, do your job. Kind of like me. Look, we do our job. You know, I know, I know, I know, stay in my lane. Stay in my lane. So, you know, and just like for Morgan, okay, you want to go out and you want to drink and you want to have fun. 
you got to remember somewhere at the end of the day, dude, there are people watching. There are cameras. You're in your neighborhood making all kinds of ruckus and all kinds of noise in the middle of the night. There are going to be consequences. There are consequences for every action. Mm -hmm. Pull it together. Yeah, this is uh, this is interesting how this this what, what conversation that started about Morgan Wallen and his use of the racial slur of the N word has has led us to talk about celebrities and their maybe their steps or their missteps depending on who you are because I think it means different things to different people. But um, I, I just go back to if I have to sum it all up, I would say. I am I am mad at him because I know he, he represents us, whether I like mm -hmm. it or not. I don't really want him to today, but I know there are going to be people now who think that because we're in country music and at one point we've played Morgan Wallen on this radio station. Well, you're all a bunch of raging racists. And if, and, and if you feel that way, I hope you'll converse with us in a, in a comment on, on however you're listening to this podcast, because I can guarantee you that's not the case. I do want to shift the conversation just a little bit because this has been a very... Excuse me. This has been a this 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 is a negative topic. Okay, this is a rough thing to talk about, but I think we're doing right by talking about it. And I'm actually pretty sad because this is overshadowing another story that has come out in country music today. That is a hell of a story, and I think should be celebrated. One of the manliest manly men in country music. Uh, the Brothers Osborne. You listen to the Brothers Osborne. You love the Brothers Osborne. You got TJ, who's hair slicked back, clean shit, nice goatee, very rugged looking gentleman. Then we got John, his brother, who's super hairy. Plays, I think, is as good <laughs> of a guitar. Super hairy. He is because he's got that big old beard and long I hair. Know. <laughs> and by the way, uh, John Osborne is just as good of a guitarist, if not better, than Keith Urban or Brad Paisley. I put my money on that. And so, uh, one time we were hanging out with the Lanco guys, and Eric Steedley, he's one of the crazy old hair. He's the guitarist in Lanco, and he they were opening up for Brothers Osborne, and he was saying, John goes out there and he. He does a solo every night, but it's a different solo every single performance. And he goes, the guy is completely insane. <laughs> and he goes, how do you just make up a different solo? And and it sounds so good every single time you go on stage. It's completely, he was in awe of him. Uh, and John, the big hairy guitar player, is not the story. It's the lead singer, TJ, who, if you look at uh, Time.com, Time Magazine today, TJ Osborne of the Brothers Osborne has come out as a gay man. And here And here's... The uh, when I read that story, I almost feel bad for my reaction. It's not one of a, it's not like negative or anything, because I feel like this is the ultimate goal. But I read this and it's 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 such a huge story and it's the front page of the time and, and I'm just kind of like, eh, all right, good for him. You want to know something? Me too. Um, honestly, good for him. I I think everyone should live in their truth, no matter yeah. what that is. I really do believe that. Um, and I also think what people do in their bedroom behind closed doors is none of my business. Quite frankly, whether you're straight, gay, I don't care what you are. I really don't want to know what anyone's doing. <laughs> I've always said that. Like, I don't know why we make such a thing out of that. I say, again, good for him. Um, if he's living in his truth, I, I, what in the heck do I care? Good hey, for you. So hey, for what it's worth, yeah, congrats to TJ. For I, I hope that I feel like he's probably got this huge weight lifted off his shoulders right now. You know, and, and good on you, man. That's awesome. I'll tell you, when I became a mom, you know, so many things came into clearer focus for me. And and I don't know what I would have told you if you before I had kids, if you had said, you know, what, what would you do if your kid came to you and was gay? I mean, I've always loved personally. I've always loved gay men a lot. I have a lot of gay friends, so you do, you I, hang, yeah, I you. love the gays. But I um, <laughs> I do I do. But I would have probably been like I don't know. I probably would have maybe had the same reaction. But now it's deeper. I think about if my children were to come to me and tell me that they were, man, I love my kids with every morsel of my body and my soul. And I think there's nothing they could come to me and tell me that would make me love them any less. I am always so 
disheartened and surprised at how many parents do disown their children because of their sexual preference. And that breaks my heart, especially in the world we're living in today. We had enough problems. Yeah. Love who you love. I don't know. I guess I just, that's how I feel about it. I'm comfortable sharing this story because I mean, I've I've grown so much as a person. So so I'm I'm 34 years old. So 20 years ago on the playground, you know, when I was looking at having an insult contest with a buddy of mine, we would use words that in this time you would obviously not use in public and and things like that and then i remember like as a maybe a, a, as a middle schooler or a high schooler you know if they what would you do if your son was gay and you know it, when i was a, a high schooler i'd be like oh my gosh well clearly i failed as a parent oh my god like what a terrible thing to think but now I love that we've gotten to this point. I feel like everybody's here. I don't know who's not here, but if, if and I'm not a father yet, but if, if, if when Mrs. Keller and I have kids, and if later on in life they come to us and say that they're gay, I mean, I, well, what I'll do is comfort them. Mm-hmm. Like I'll be like, thank you, you know, hey, you're good. Thank you for telling me. But honestly, I'll be like, like it's no big deal because it's not. No, it's not. But I also, at the same time, I would have, um, I would have nervousness for them just because I know that the world is a little, it's a little more difficult. It just is, you know, when you are different and I, would not want them to ever experience hatred or, you know, um, bias, which they, I mean, they will or they would, because that's just, again, the the world we live in. So I think I would have that reaction. I would be nervous for them. So as we're talking about this, I I see Tater's in the background. He's on his computer. He's doing a search. Tell me the story uh, um, about... It was a 21 Summer, the song from Brothers Osborne, because now that T.J. Osborne, the lead singer, has come out as gay, uh, the true meaning of that song has come out. Do you have that story in front of you, or can you share it? That's, uh, so basically, the music video is different than, I guess, what really happened. Right. Uh, apparently, the uh, <laughs> a Lady of the Corner is the <laughs> subject. We're on the, we're on the podcast, dude. She's a prostitute. Oh, she was a hooker, yeah. Yo. She's a hooker, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You won the bag of millions. What would you do? Uh, well, a bunch of cocaine hookers, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. You know. So uh, uh, that's the story. Apparently, it was about a a girl that you know was the summer fling, and all of a sudden now it's gone. But apparently, it was about TJ and an ex lover. So that's very interesting to yeah. think about. A- another yeah. man that he had developed feelings for, and we were all with that song Twenty One Summer. Incredible song. But oh, you yeah, know what? It. Hold on. Think about it. You know, most I'm saying most. I don't know. A lot of songs are about straight couples. Well, I imagine if you're a gay person, you would relate to a song. You would just like make it like it was about a gay couple. You know what I mean? So everybody can relate you, to a broken sure, heart. Sure. Right. I feel like what you're saying there. That's, yeah. that's a great way to put it. Tater, did you have something else there? The music video "Stay a Little Longer" featuring a gay couple. So that's interesting. They never knew about that. Stay a little longer is their biggest song to date. Oh, uh, something song. that stood out in the first and mainstream country music at the time, which none of us really knew, but I guess some people picked up on it. Mm-hmm. Their single "21 Summer" was written about a relationship TJ had with a man who broke his heart, although that wasn't made public until this year. And now there's a guy. Now, do y'all y'all like Midland music? Y'all like Sam Hunt? Y'all like Old Dominion? Well, some of us do. Yes, uh, yes, no. <laughs> I like them all. Uh, let's say Shane McAnally is, I would have to say, a super producer and songwriter. He does Old Dominion's music. He, he does all the music with Sam Hunt. And, I think Shane McAnally, even the average, not hardcore country fan, knows that name. In my opinion, the biggest songwriter in the history of Nashville. Exactly. And he's on a song. I mean, he's on the show Songland, so everybody can see him and what he looks like. He is an openly gay 
man. Now, mm-hmm. he tried back in the day to be one of those guys that was an artist first. And he said he went out and he had a little bit of success and, and some people liked what he was doing. But he was like, you know what? Maybe that isn't for me. I'm just going to result back to being a songwriter. Right. Now, it was a tough decision for him to come out to be an openly gay man in Nashville because of the stigma that may happen. But also, how would somebody like, you know, Sam Hunt that is not homosexual right <laughs> how can he relate what a um, a guy that is gay writing about kissing a girl loving a girl because it just doesn't make sense but I, that's the boundaries that you have to jump over it because he had to he 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 was so worried that people would say well they're not going to believe this song because it's not a guy loves a woman it's you know, uh, this guy loves a man, but there's mm-hmm. barricades that you need to jump over, and and well, he did that. Like Mike said, a broken heart's a broken heart. Yeah, yeah and I think anybody, you, you can equate a love song, even if in the song, let's say it's a, a, a somebody who's gay wrote it, you can just change the word from boy to girl, yeah. and and yeah, I, I think, I see what you're trying to say there, but I think I disagree a little bit, because I think it's easy to write a love song, and you can, everybody in there, there are songs that females sing that are about like girl power, but I find myself relating to them, because they're just banger songs. Like, it's not hard to relate to a song. And maybe that's not the point I was really trying to make. What I'm saying is people got over the fact that that was what was going on with him. And right. now he is one of the most successful, owns his own publishing company, which means he owns all of his music, which means hey, cha-ching. Dude. He has his own record label with a partner, not his partner in life, but a partner in the music industry. And they're very, very su- successful. What I'm saying is mm-hmm. nobody looks at him differently because he's gay. Now, you know nobody should look at TJ differently because he's gay. I hope they don't. Yep. Tater, That's I don't know if you ended up watching Shit's Creek or not. Did you watch? No. You... Actually, I saw on Twitter it's up for like five Golden uh, Globes. It, it's up for like a gazillion. <laughs> it's won a million awards. Yeah. It's about to win right. a million more. It's a great show. And Mike and I both, both watched the entire thing. Um, I really commend that show because I feel like it's so wildly popular amongst just such a variety of people. And I think the way that they normalized a gay relationship all the way up until, I don't spoiler alert, but all the way up until a wedding, um, I really commend that show because I think, I don't know how to say that. You have to know my heart's in a good place with this. I think there are people that are going to think that seeing a gay couple or seeing gay people, that that is weird. And I don't mean weird like, oh yeah, that's weird. Different, different yeah. than the norm, different than tradition, there, different than what we've always seen. Yeah, there are a lot of straight people when they see like a, a gay couple kissing for the first time on a, on a screen. Yes, it, it's a little uncomfortable for yep. them. Yep, and I don't think that should be. Um, you should be chastised for that. I don't. Yeah. I think that because it's again, it's trying again. Why I commend Shit's Creek is yeah. for normalizing it and for allowing you know straight people to watch it and just be like, it's a couple in love. I love. <laughs> I loved them as a couple, dude. When like when when David. Or when, who spoiler, spoiler alert, Sorry, spoiler, spoiler alert. alert. Three, two, one. <laughs> but what, at the proposal, yes. at the end of one of those seasons, man, you were so happy for them. You don't care that they're both of the same gender. No. Like, who cares? Because like, you just look at those two, and you, you put their gender aside, and you say, these two are so meant for each other. Yes. And then they start the next season, he wakes up, and spoiler alert, he pees the bed! Oh my god, he pees the bed, it's so great. No, I really oh, commend that show. I think stuff like that is gonna help, you know, just to normalize so. the conversation and 
So we brought this all up. We brought up homosexuality because it was <laughs> no hope, because it was just oh, announced right. today. The Time Magazine, uh, their covered story on their website, Time.com, right now. T.J. Osborne, the lead singer of Brothers Osborne, not the very hairy one, but the other one, uh, has come out as gay. Check this out. I'm, I'm kind of scrolling through the articles, trying to see some neat little points here. With this news, T.J. becomes the only openly gay artist signed to a major country label. This is an historic moment for the genre. He's had predecessors, of course, but. This is like just straight up country. And congrats to TJ. Uh, look, this this changes my here now. If they change their music, I'm gonna have a problem because I like the way Brothers Osborne goes, but I don't see them changing their music. Because I don't think they should. I don't think they will. You know, to summarize and just to my final thought on on both discussions on the Morgan Wallen situation, you know, on the Brothers Osborne. I really believe we just need to love and respect one another, and there's got to be kindness and forgiveness and. Uh, you know, this cancel culture, it really has to stop. And I don't just say that today about the Morgan thing, but just in general, we are so quick to, we love to build them up and then tear them down. It's like this society's favorite thing to do. And I just think we all need to realize we are all human. We all make mistakes, you know, some greater than others, but none of us is without fault. As far as this Morgan Wallen discussion, I'm, I'm glad you brought up cancel culture because that's something we brought up on the air, but I don't think we ever brought up on this on this episode of this podcast. And I loved it because we got a text about it and we had a call from a police officer about it. And they were like, and, and they challenged us. And I loved it because it was such an open, it was a genuine conversation. They said, here's the thing. If you don't want to be cancel culture, which we don't want to be, but we had to pull Morgan's songs off the radio today. You can't play Morgan Wallen today. You he, just can't. You can't. He called it a timeout, and I really like yeah. the way he said it. Because yeah. at least, look, we don't know what's going to happen, but for right now, like, hold on, dude. But it's we a had timeout. A, yeah, we got a text and a call uh, from two different listeners who said, okay, then what you need to do, and, and we've taken them to heart, and we're going to do it, is come up with uh, parameters of like, of like, okay, you need to set guidelines. Morgan, you're in timeout right now, but if you do... You know, set like goals. He needs to do this, this, and this within this amount of time. And if he does so, and my my biggest thing, this is again, this is me personally. My biggest thing is that apology. I better believe it. I I'm I'm going to be skeptical. If I'm being honest, I'm going to be skeptical of the apology because I want to. I don't want to read it. You know what? I almost want to hear from him. You know, I almost want him to say, look. Like you're right. I mean, that is a that's a crap word. I should not be using that word, but I have I, I use that word around my friends. Like I I was comfortable using it. I want to hear like something like that. You know what I mean? And and I've really thought about it, and I've really thought like, man, that could be hurtful to somebody. I just I don't know. I want to hear some a real story. I don't want that written perfect. Instagram story apology. I don't want that. I want like just some heartfelt words. But again, it has to come from his heart, so we can want what we want. He's got to. He's got to come out and, and figure out what he wants to say. We'll, we'll see what happens, because if he does this, I think he'll get it a, another chance. But here's the deal. Also, let's say he does. He finishes his prayer. He, he apologizes and he means it. Maybe maybe takes probably needs an AA class at this point. He really he's got to slow down on the drinking. Like that's just that's my opinion again. But I feel like he has to. If he does all that and then screws up again, he. He's out of here. That, I mean, that's three strikes. The, the COVID makeout, the end bomb. If he does something else after this, if he comes back and then he messes up again, I I think he's out. I don't know your your thoughts. I wish the best for him. Honestly, like pull it together, dude, and, and get your get your stuff together. Now, two of the large corporations in America that play country music have now pulled his music for the right. time being, and we will not be playing it as well. Just for now, it's temporary. Right. We're not saying for good, but I think that. 
he needs to realize that and maybe alcohol really isn't that big of an issue with him that we think maybe because the three times that he has had issues there were alcohol involved now i'm pretty sure he says this word when he's sober because he obviously freely said it in a conversation maybe. We don't know. right but we, but yeah, we, don't, we don't, know. don't know that so we can't make that we've assumption. all said not, dumb things when we were drunk so yeah, maybe. Not, obviously <laughs> i've done some goofy things and oh, things know. that i would like to take back <laughs> than when i was intoxicated but i think that if you're going to use the word you probably use it in in conversation no matter what with your buddies but we've also heard of other people in high power use slang terms locker room talk because that's how they talk when they're with their buddies. I just think that his mindset right now is being this 27-year-old kid that's on top of the world, and anybody is looking to knock him down, and he is getting knocked down a peg or two, and it's going to be a hit to his career. And his song, Seven Summers, is currently his single that could go to number one. Now it probably will not. <laughs> because <It's gone. laughs> it, uh, the police officer that did talk to us earlier, now he said a 90-day ban of him, that would eradicate that song from ever even trying to go to the top of the chart, which... <laughs> I'm not saying that he needs a chart topper, but I'm just saying that is going to be a huge hit to his career, which it's where he makes his money. It's his livelihood. We got um, a lovely text. I don't have a computer up in front of me anymore to read it to you, but it was from an African-American listener. And one of the things that she said in the text is he is going to be harder on himself than any of us could ever be. And isn't that the truth? I mean, we've all screwed up, right? In different levels in life. And... It's so true. You beat yourself up. And that this is why cancel culture disturbs me so deeply, though, because, look, what he said was a mistake. But do I think Morgan Wallen is a horrible human being that needs to go to like prison for the rest of his life or just die? No. And I think that what I worry about is the mental state of some of these people. Once we tear them down, I worry, you know, is he going to go into a deep state of depression and, God forbid, do anything to harm himself? I mean, Drink more. Yeah. I'm serious, though. You know, we really as a society, I even, you know me with my criminal minds. I, you know, I'm always know into the do. trials and whatever. I know you do. But I even think this about, not all, but some, you know, prisoners and people who have done bad things. I believe in rehabilitation. I do. And I believe that, you know, people can emerge better than you found them. I, I do think that. It, it takes work and it's not for everybody. But, you know, I, again, I don't think Morgan Wallen is a horrible, despicable human being who should just be ripped off the planet, you know, and that's where our cancel culture just deeply disturbs right. me. Right. But, but I hope that, but, but he, but punishment is necessary of course and, and it by is. Yes. and by not playing his songs that is yes. that is an, a, a punishment and i hope he learns a sincere lesson yes. from the punishment yeah. he's being dealt so yeah. and for well, anybody you know any celebrity who you know makes a bad choice hey hey look if you've been listening to this whole time we appreciate it rambling a lot to get to a lot to get to this is this is an historic day both negatively and positively for country music so let's end with this morgan I hope you're sorry. I hope you mean it. I hope this never happens again. And I hope you lead a long, successful career because Lord knows you've got the talent to. TJ Osborne, hey, good for you, man. Yeah, Congratulations, TJ. I hope, I hope there's just this weight off his shoulders and he's and he's just like, got it out, whatever. I'm going to go make another banging album. Good luck topping skeletons because that album is freaking incredible front to back. Yep. But you know what? I hope they give it a shot. May we all live our truth. The morning after. We appreciate you listening to us. If you're from out of town, we're in Kansas City on Q104 every weekday morning from 6 till 10 a.m. And we are the greatest morning show in the history of the universe. No? <laughs> Not to brag, <laughs> but... I concur. I mean, I figured I'd at least throw it out there. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week.